everyone. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Uh, it's just Meg here with you today. Kylie and Beth are taking a well-deserved break this week, but we will all be together next week hopping into the book of John and I'm so excited to um, do that study. And I hope you guys will even join us in reading along in the book of John um, as we get started here. Uh, it is my favorite book of the Bible. Um, the, the way John writes and all the profound truths, even just in the first few verses, blow my mind every time. So be sure to tune in uh, next week. But today I've got, I, I want to share a way that Jesus has saved me very recently, uh, quite honestly. And I'm just going to reveal a bit of my heart to you all and hope it gives you encouragement. And um yeah, let's just hop right into my message here. So, is anyone else really guilty of perfectionism or believing you have it all together? Like, really believing that, honestly. Like, if I just keep going, if I just do this, if I just do that, ticking it off the list, ticking it off the schedule, my life will run smoothly. Everything will be fine. And it's all up to me. It's all on my shoulders. I honestly didn't even realize how much I do this, you guys. I, I was just go, go, go. And I thought that was even the culture out here in the Midwest where I now live, but did not grow up in. Uh, I grew up in a very suburb city type culture. And it, I honestly was kind of lying to myself, like this is what I need to become in order to, um, to fit in almost, but not just that. It was also being just quite honest, a a pride issue. Like I can do this. I can lead this. I can homeschool my kids. I can be the perfect wife. I can have the perfect house. I can um, lead the small group. I I don't need help. I don't need this. Uh, You can't do it. You, You reach a very real burnout. And I... It's not the first time it's happened to me in my life, quite honestly, everyone. I did it before, and I can't believe I've walked back into this trap. But anywho, just a few weeks ago, I ended up literally crying, sobbing on my couch because I was so burnt out. I I had been complaining to my husband, not daily, but for a good two weeks or so, like, I'm so tired, I'm not getting enough help, you're not here, and and honestly, just having a really dismal outlook on my life, and I was at a point where I was like, I can't go, I can't go on like this anymore, what am I doing here? Um, for those of you that don't know, I used to have a job I loved as worship director, and the Lord called me to lay that down, um, but I had like I was wondering, like, why am I alone? Why am I not doing that anymore? All these li- really, really deep questions caught up with me in this burnout, if that makes sense. I was trying to handle it all on my own, and it just floored me. I I reached a point I could not go on my, that way anymore. It was, uh, the way I describe it is, go at full force mode or we'll all fall apart mode was my mindset. Anywho, I needed saving from myself and praise the Lord that I worship a Savior who saves me not just from my sin once and for all. It's not just a once saved, 
moment, although praise the Lord for that, he reveals himself constantly. And I feel like he basically saved me again. Um, not in a born again situation, but in a Meg let go situation. So I'm on the couch, I'm crying. I'm wondering what I'm doing with my life. And (laughs) poor Jesse, he just goes upstairs, you guys. And this is what started the tears. I was a hot mess. There's just no other word for it. And we hadn't even just fought. It was just me being emotional. So I don't know what else to do. So I picked up my TV remote and I just popped it on. It turned to TCT. And for those of you around here, you'll know that's one of the local Christian stations. First off, it's like never on the TV. It's usually like on the Roku or Pandora, not Netflix. I don't have Netflix anymore. Prime Video, doesn't matter. But it happened to just be on the stations. And a man named Todd Lawler comes on. Now, to understand this man, you have no choice but to listen very carefully because he has cerebral palsy. It, it is hard. It's literally hard to understand what he is speaking. He is that affected by it. He is in a wheelchair. He has very limited use of his arms. But he was on the TV proclaiming the goodness of God and how in his past he had this history of abuse and people ask him all the time, well, why don't you get down? Why don't you do this? And he goes, because I know the goodness of God. And I just, oh, the crying just got worse, you guys, because it's like in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, have you forgotten my goodness? And the answer was, yes. How can I sit here wondering amidst so much blessing in my life? I am so blessed. And I was just at this really selfish moment. And I I'm, I'm, don't even like to admit that. But it's true. I was at this selfish low and I needed to repent of holding on to so tightly to the things that the Lord has blessed me with even and hand it back over to him because he literally holds me and all these things in his hands. And I had forgotten that and I had forgotten his goodness. The world was going to continue if I don't have it all together In fact, it will move even smoother if I would just let go. So right then and there, I cried my heart out to Jesus and asked him to help me. Oh, he showed up, you guys. I I cannot explain it to you, but he saved me sitting alone on my couch. I'm at a loss for words almost because it sounds so weird. But when you know the Lord, you know what I'm talking about. You know when you enter his presence and you know when he draws near to you. And I was so in need of him. I honestly picture just as I'm a parent and what I would do for my child who is so emotional, I I just picture him coming close to me and going, Meg, I'm here. He revealed himself in a very real way to me. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And that's where I was. And Psalm 138, 6 says, But he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So I went from my prideful state of I can handle it all to humility before the cross once again, saying, Jesus, I need you. I need you to help me homeschool. I need you to, to lead me 
in all areas. And he did, you guys. He cares for us, even just in the midst of the chaos of the world. He cared for a mom crying alone on her living room couch. And that's beautiful. Like I, It still amazes me. Okay. So I can recognize depression and anxiety now because I've been there before. Um, I had postpartum after, probably after all three of my children, but only recognized it on um, the girls, my, my last two. And I realized I was fast going down that hole again. And it is true that our trials grow us the most because now, instead, before, I, I, I really sought, there's nothing wrong with this, please, if you're dealing with depression and anxiety, please do this. In fact, I, I medication and a doctor healed me, but I sought those things and the Lord saved me with that um, before. But this time I was able to just call on his name and go, Lord, I need you now, or I'm fast headed down that path again. And again, I am not judging anyone who's on it because I am with you. I've been there. It's a very real thing. And there almost seems to be a stigma in the church where People say, oh, well, can't you just pray yourself out of that? Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes you need help. And it takes um, real courage and, and a, a prayer of battle against the enemy of our souls to, to lift yourself out of this. Not lift yourself, to have Jesus lift yourself out of this. So I, I recognized where I was. And it being, it was January at the time, January probably didn't help because all the vitamin D is gone. All the vitamin D your body has stored up from summer, gone. And that's, those are like your happy vitamins, guys. Um, God created us so intricately and with the seasons. And we got to pay attention to like the nutrition and the exercise. It all plays into this. But that's another, that's another podcast. Anywho, that's where I was. And he saved me from the pit again. And it was, it's not an instant healing this time around, you guys. I, I truly believe I, I'm on a path to healing, but the Lord has humbled me. And the two words he keeps telling me over and over are kind of my words with him right now. And in this stage of life I'm in is gentleness and flexibility and hope. And I am learning to be gentle with myself. I am learning to be more flexible and to let go of things that weren't mine to begin with, to give them to the Lord. And joy, because joy is what comes from the Lord. We can say happiness, but truly it is joy that gives us strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength, and that is so true. It, it transforms the, the bad moments into moments of worship because He comes in. And he strengthens you. And it's indescribable what the, the feeling of joy that swells inside of you when the Holy Spirit um, fills you. Isaiah 40, 11, I love this imagery. It says here, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. He will gently lead those with young, you guys. Um, whether you're a mother or not, he specifically is pointing out mothers. I do love that here. He's very gentle with us moms, but I believe this applies to all 
he is such a good shepherd and he's gently leading us and we need to humble ourselves and seek him not just in the big things and that's kind of what I think I fell into was I I was consulting God always it's not even like I stopped but I was only on the the big things if that makes sense the where are we going to to end up with church? Because I, some of you may realize, but Jesse and I are on a journey right now to, to find where we belong um, in a church body. Where are we, how are we going to school our kids or homeschool our kids? How, how are we going to educate our kids? Um, I was submitting the big questions, but not just the everyday things. And that, oh, that's wrong. And I can just admit now I was wrong I need him. And one morning I woke up and that timeless hymn was just in my head. And I know it was from the Lord. He is gently teaching me these things. Um, Like I said, it wasn't an instant healing. This is a gradual healing from a father. Like uh, like a father comes along their their child and teaches them something. This is how God is teaching me right now. He's standing beside me every day, every hour, and I'm seeking him. Anyways, I woke up this morning, that morning, and the the songs from the hymn, I, every hour I need you. Hold on, what is it? I need thee. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my this, my notes here. Every hour I need thee was in my head, and this isn't a hymn like I'm I like is like one of my favorite, and I know it was just from God, like his reminder of. You need me every hour. It's so great. His peace, his joy, his salvation every single day in all moments. I need him. The protector and lover of my soul. Um, so I hope that you guys, <laughs> I want to say I hope you're not like me and um, can separate the big things from the little things, if that makes sense. Um, and maybe the better way to say it is, we re- do you recognize that God wants to be in every aspect of your life? Have you submitted everything to him? Because I, I sure had not. And it took a humbling. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble, just like that psalm said before. And I needed him. And we, he wants to come alongside us is the thing. Jesus wants to be in every part of our life. We don't have to have it all together. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to do everything right for him to be proud of us and to love us. He takes us just as we are. And that's amazing. And that's the gospel, guys. You come to him just as you are. Uh, and he wants you. And he wants to walk life with you. And he will help you. So that's it for me this week. I hope that this has encouraged you. Uh, as always, uh, email us with prayer requests or you know your own comments. If you feel yourself down, I would love to pray for you. Because like I said, I, I've been there, friends. I know what it's like. And uh, I will certainly pray for you. And we love you guys. And we'll see you next week.
Oh, wow. Just so good. Thank you so much, Meg, for sharing your heart and just truly giving it over to God and just sharing that experience with us all. We can really hear your heart in it. And as a checkmark woman, (laughs) I live by just checking boxes that it was a humbling reminder for me as well. So thank you so much for sharing with us. And we cannot wait to connect with you all next week. Uh, Thank you all for listening to Midwest Girls. Oh, oh, oh.